0: Hello and welcome to Leftist Reading, a podcast where I'm a leftist and I read things. Today we're continuing with Marxism-Leninism, a curriculum about the basic principles of Marxism-Leninism. It is a textbook that teaches all of those things. Also, brief apologies, my update schedule has just been erratic just because I've been busy and then if I just don't have time to sit down and properly record, I kind of just skip once or two weeks trying to get back on top of it as my schedule gets less hectic over the next while. But more importantly, let's hop in and continue our reading. 2. Reason and Result A. Categories of Reason and Result The Reason category is used to define the mutual impacts between internal aspects of a thing, phenomenon, or idea, or between things, phenomena, or ideas that bring about changes. The Result category defines the changes that were caused by mutual impacts which occur between aspects and factors within a thing, phenomenon, or idea or externally between different things, phenomena, or ideas. Annotation 136 Translation note, the Vietnamese words for reason and result can also be translated as cause and effect. We have chosen the words reason and result to distinguish materialist dialectical categories from metaphysical conceptions of development. In metaphysics... See annotation eight, any given effect is seen to have a single cause. In materialist dialectics, we instead examine the mutual impacts which occur within and between the subjects through motion and development processes. Figure one. Metaphysical versus materialist dialectical conceptions of development. In the metaphysical conception of cause and effect, A causes effect B, then effect B causes effect C, and so on. Materialist dialectics, on the other hand, uses the model of development, see annotation 117, wherein objects A and B mutually impact one another, resulting in development C. C will then have relations with other things, phenomena, and or ideas, and the mutual impacts from these new relations will become the reasons for future results. Consider the following example. Figure 2. Metaphysical versus materialist dialectical conceptions of frying and eating an egg. In the metaphysical cause and effect model, putting an egg in a hot pan is the cause which results in the effect of producing a fried egg. The egg being fried has the effect of the egg now being suitable for eating, which is the cause of the egg being eaten by a hungry person. This is a simplification of the metaphysical conception of causes and effects, since metaphysics does recognize that one cause can have branches of multiple effects, but the essential characteristic of the metaphysical conception of causality is to break down all activity and change in the universe into static and distinct episodes of one distinct event causing one or more other distinct events. In contrast. The materialist dialectical model of development holds that every result stems from mutual impacts which occur relationally between things, phenomena, and ideas, and that the resulting synthesis, the newly developed result of mutual impacts, will then have new relations with other things, phenomena, and ideas, and that these relations will become new reasons for new results through mutual impact. In this example, the egg and the hot pan will mutually impact each other. The frying pan will become dirty and need to be washed, the result of putting an egg in the frying pan. Meanwhile the egg will become a fried egg, which is fit for human consumption, the result of being cooked in the frying pan. The fried egg will then have a relationship with a hungry human, and this relationship will be a new reason which will lead to further results i.e. the human eating and digesting the egg. So the key difference between classical metaphysical conception of causality and the materialist dialectical model of development is that metaphysics focus more on individual events in time, whereas materialist dialectics focus on the relations and mutual impacts between things, phenomena, and ideas over time. b. Dialectical relationship between reason and result. The relationship between reason and result is objective, and it contains inevitability. There is no reason that does not lead to a result, and likewise there is no result without any reason. Reasons cause results, which is why reason always comes before result, and result always comes after reason. A reason can cause one or many results, and a result can be caused by one or many reasons. When many reasons lead to a single result, the impacts which lead to the result are mutual between all things, phenomena, and ideas at hand. These mutual impacts can have many different relational positions or roles, including direct reasons, indirect reasons, internal reasons, external reasons, etc. Annotation 137. As stated in the previous annotation, reasons which lead to results stem from mutually impacting relations between things, phenomena, and ideas. There is no way for one subject to affect another subject without also being affected itself in some way. Reasons can take many forms, including, but not limited to, Figure 3, types of reasons and results. Direct reasons stem from immediate relations. Direct reasons are reasons which stem from immediate relations, with no intervening relation standing between the reason and result. For example, dropping a coffee cup causes an immediate relationship between the cup and the ground, and that relation leads directly to the result of the coffee cup breaking to pieces. Figure 4. Indirect reasons have an intervening relationship between the reason and the result. Indirect reasons are reasons which have intervening relations between a reason and a result. For example, the dropped coffee cup may have smashed into pieces directly because it hit the ground, but it may also have indirect reasons. The person holding the cup may have been frightened because she heard a loud noise, and the loud noise was caused by a car backfiring, and the car backfiring was caused by the driver not maintaining his car engine. In materialist dialectical terms, the driver's relationship with his car would be an indirect reason for the car backfiring. The relationship between the car, which backfired, and the person holding the coffee cup would be the direct reason for dropping the cup, and the cup's relationship with the ground would be the direct reason for the cup smashing. At the same time, the driver's relationship with his car would be an indirect reason for the result of the coffee cup smashing to pieces. Figure 5. Internal reasons stem from internal relationships. Internal reasons are reasons which stem from internal relations that occur between aspects and factors within a subject. For example, if a building collapses because the steel structure within the building rusts and fails, then that could be viewed as an internal reason for the collapse. Figure 6. External reasons stem from external relations. External reasons are reasons which stem from external relations that occur between different things, phenomena, and ideas. For example, if a building collapses because it is smashed by a wrecking ball, then that could be viewed as an external reason for the collapse. All of these roles and positions can be viewed relatively. From one viewpoint a reason may be seen as internal, but from another viewpoint it may be viewed as external. For example, if a couple has a disagreement which leads to an argument the disagreement may be seen as an external reason from the perspective of each individual within the couple, but to a relationship counsellor viewing the situation from the outside, the disagreement may be seen as an internal reason which leads to the couple, a subject defined by the internal relationship between the husband and wife, arguing. From one perspective, a government official ordering a building to be torn down may be seen as the direct reason for the result of the building being torn down, but from a different perspective, one can see many intervening relations. Complaints from local residents may have led to the government official making the order. The order would be delivered to a demolition crew. The demolition crew would assign a crew member to operate a wrecking ball. The crew member would operate the wrecking ball. The wrecking ball would smash the building. All of these can be seen as intervening relations which constitute indirect reasons leading up to the direct reason of the wrecking ball smashing the building. Choosing the right viewpoint during analysis is critical to make sure that reason and result relations are viewed properly and productively, and care must also be taken to ensure that the correct reasons are attributed to results. See Reason and Result. Likewise, a reason can cause many results, including primary and secondary results. Annotation 138 Primary results are results which are more direct and predictable. Secondary results are results which are indirect and less predictable. For example, an earthquake may have primary results such as the ground shaking, buildings being destroyed, etc., Secondary results from the earthquake might include flights being rerouted from local airports, shortages at grocery stores, etc. In the motion of the material world, there is no known first reason or final result. Annotation 139. With our current understanding of the universe, it is uncertain what might have caused the creation of all existence. Was it the Big Bang? If so, did the Big Bang have some underlying reason? There's also no way to know if there will ever be a final result. Will the heat death of the universe occur, and if so, will that end all transpiring of relations which would end the cycle of development of reasons and results? As of now, we do not have solid answers to these questions. If and when answers arise, it is possible that the materialist dialectical framework will need to be updated to reflect new scientific knowledge, just as Marx, Engels, and Lenin have updated materialist dialectics in the past. See annotation 72. What's important to understand in the meantime is that within our realm of human experience and understanding, for all practical purposes, every result which we live through and observe has some underlying reason and will itself lead to one or more results. Engels said, quote, we find upon closer investigation that the two poles of an antithesis, see annotation 200, positive and negative, e.g., are as inseparable as they are opposed, and that despite all their opposition, they mutually interpenetrate are mixed together, and we find, in like manner, that cause and effect are conceptions which only hold good in their application to individual cases, but as soon as we consider the individual cases in their general connection with the universe as a whole, they run into each other, and they become confounded when we contemplate that universal action and reaction, in which causes and effects are eternally changing places, so what is effect here and now will be cause there and then, and vice versa. End quote. Footnote 2. Annotation 140. In the above passage, Engels is simply explaining that since all things, phenomena, and ideas are relationally linked and interrelated, see basic principles of materialist dialectics, the mutual impacts and processes of change which lead to development The reasons and results which transpire between all things, phenomena, and ideas are also all linked and interrelated. What might be viewed as a reason is also a result of one or more prior reasons, just as every result is also a reason for future results. C. Meaning of the methodology. Because the relationship between reason and result is objective and inevitable, we can't ignore the relationship between reason and result in our perception and practice. In reality, there is no thing, phenomenon, or idea that can exist without any underlying reason or reasons, and vice versa. There is no reason that does not lead to any result. Annotation 141 In political activity, it is important to remember that every interaction within every relationship will lead to mutual impacts which will cause change and development. In other words, everything we choose to do will be the reason for one or more results. We must be aware of intended or unpredicted results from our activities. Reason-result relationships are very complicated and diverse. Therefore, we must accurately identify the types of reasons direct, indirect, internal, external, etc., so that we can come up with proper solutions which are suitable for the specific situation in both perception and practice. A reason can lead to many results, and likewise a result can be caused by many reasons, which is why we must have a comprehensive viewpoint and a historical viewpoint see Annotation 114, in our perception of reality, so we can properly analyze, solve, and apply reason-result relationships. Annotation 142. It is critical to understand that there may be many events or relationships which might be falsely ascribed as reasons for a given result, and vice versa. For example, in 1965, the United States of America officially declared war on North Vietnam after the so-called Gulf of Tonkin accident, in which Vietnamese forces supposedly fired on a United States Navy ship in the Gulf of Tonkin. The Gulf of Tonkin incident is often described as the cause or the reason that the Vietnam War began. However, the real reason why the USA declared war on North Vietnam had to do with the underlying contradiction between capitalist imperialism and communism in Vietnam. This contradiction had to be resolved one way or another. The United States of America willfully decided to try to negate this contradiction by instigating war, and this was the true reason the war began. In fact, the so-called Gulf of Tonkin incident never even occurred as described. The attack on the USA's ship never really occurred. A document released by the Pentagon in 2005 revealed that the incident was completely fabricated. So saying the Gulf of Tonkin incident was the reason for the war is nonsensical, since it's an event which never even occurred in reality. Understanding the true nature of reason and result is very important for making decisions and choosing a path forward in political action. Attributing the wrong reason to a result or misunderstanding the results which stem from a reason can lead to serious setbacks and failures. Therefore, it is vital for revolutionaries to properly identify and understand the actual reasons and results which drive development. 3 obviousness and randomness a categories of obviousness and randomness in vietnamese the words for these categories are tat nien" and niao (coughs) nien," which respectively translate to obvious and random in socialist literature various words have been used by different authors to convey the underlying meaning of these categories Engels, for instance, use the terms necessary and accidental to mean obvious and random, respectively. We have chosen to use words which closely match the Vietnamese used in the original text, but the reader should be aware that these same concepts may be described using many different words in various English translations of Marx, Engels, Lenin, Ho Chi Minh, etc. The obviousness category refers to events that occur because of the essential, See Essence and Phenomenon, internal aspect of the material structure of a subject. These essential internal characteristics become reasons for certain results under certain conditions. The obvious has to happen in a certain way. It can't happen any other way. Annotation 144. Obviousness can only apply to material subjects in the material world and results which are certain to happen based on the material laws of nature. Obviousness arises from the internal aspects, features, and relations of physical objects. Paper will burn under certain specific conditions due to its internal material structure. If those conditions, i.e., temperature, presence of oxygen, etc., exist, then paper will will catch fire predictably. In other words, paper will obviously burn under certain circumstances due to its internal composition. The randomness category refers to things that happen because of external reasons. Things that happen, essentially, by chance due to impacts from many external relations. A random outcome may occur or it may not occur. A random outcome could happen this way or it could happen that way. Annotation 145. As we discussed above, paper will burn if it reaches a certain temperature. That much is obvious. If your friend holds paper over the flame of the lighter, the paper will burn. That's obvious. But you can't be certain whether your friend will actually hold the paper to the flame or not. This demonstrates randomness. Whether your friend will ultimately hold the paper to the flame or not depends on an external relation which is not defined by the internal structure of the paper, and which can't be predicted with the same predictability as obvious elements which are rooted in internal material aspects. Dialectical relationship between obviousness and randomness Obviousness and randomness both exist objectively and play an important role in the motion and development of things and phenomena. Obviousness plays the decisive role. Annotation 146. Obviousness plays the decisive role simply because obviousness is far more predictable and the laws which govern material phenomena are essentially fixed. We can't change the laws of physics, the nature of chemical reactions, etc., Obviousness and randomness exist in dialectical unity. There is no pure obviousness, nor pure randomness. It is obvious that randomness shall occur in our universe. However, obviousness clears a path through this randomness. Annotation 147. Our universe is incredibly complex, and there are many different potential external relationships which could impact any given situation such that some degree of randomness is always present in any situation. In other words, the presence of randomness can be seen as obvious. In 1922, Ho Chi Minh identified objective internal characteristics of the working class of France and its colonies. He wrote, The mutual ignorance of the two proletariats gives rise to prejudices. The French workers look upon the native as an inferior and negligible human being, incapable of understanding and still less of taking action. The natives regard all the French as wicked exploiters. Imperialism and capitalism do not fail to take advantage of this mutual suspicion and this artificial racial hierarchy to frustrate propaganda and divide forces which ought to unite. End quote. In this example, Ho Chi Minh identifies prejudice as an obvious outcome of mutual ignorance. The prejudice arises as a matter of course from internal objective aspects of the two proletarian groups. As long as French and native workers remain ignorant of one another, prejudice will arise. The specific forms which this prejudice will take, however, and their resulting impacts and developments, will be more or less random because there are many external factors including the external impacts of the capitalist class, which seeks to take advantage of these prejudices, which can't be predicted. Therefore, it is necessary for political revolutionaries to account for both random and obvious factors in confronting such prejudice. Ho Chi Minh's suggestion for overcoming these difficulties was concise and to the point. Quote, Intensify propaganda to overcome them. End quote. Only by negating the internal aspects of mutual ignorance through education and propaganda could communists hope to negate the resulting prejudice. As Engels said, quote, one knows what is maintained to be necessary, obvious, is composed of sheer accidents, and that the so called accidental, random, is the form behind which necessity hides itself, and so on. End quote. Footnote 3 obviousness and randomness are not static properties. Randomness and obviousness continuously change and develop over time. Under specific conditions, obviousness and randomness can transform into each other. Obviousness can become random, and randomness can become obvious. Annotation 148. Randomness can be introduced to an obvious situation. It may be obvious that a mineshaft will collapse until human beings come along and intervene by repairing the structural integrity of the mineshaft. It may seem random whether a city's economy will grow or shrink until a volcano erupts and buries the city in lava and ash, making it obvious that the economy will not grow because the city no longer exists. Most situations are in a flux, as obviousness and randomness dialectically develop and change over time, with outcomes becoming more or less obvious or random over time. It is vital that we, as political revolutionaries, are able to distinguish between obviousness and randomness and to leverage this understanding to our advantage. C – Meaning of the methodology Basically, in our perception and reality, we have to base our plans, strategies, and actions as much as possible on the obvious, not the random. However, we must not ignore randomness, nor try to separate the obvious from the random. When faced with situations that seem very random, we must find ways to develop obviousness. When faced with what seems obvious, we must keep an eye out for randomness obviousness and randomness can mutually transform, so we need to create suitable conditions to hinder or promote such transformation to suit our purposes. Annotation 149. We must always remember that no situation is purely obvious nor purely random, and to take this into account in all of our planning and activity. A skyscraper made from heavy steel beams may seem quite sturdy and stable, May appear obvious that the structure will remain stable and sound for decades. However, it is still important for engineers to periodically confirm that the steel is still sound through testing and observation. Engineers must also be prepared for random events like lightning, earthquake, storms, etc., which may affect the seemingly obvious structural integrity of the building. Likewise, when faced with extremely complex situations which seem completely random, we must seek out, or bring about, the obvious. Wildfires are extremely chaotic and difficult to predict, however firefighters can rely on certain obvious patterns and natural laws which govern the spread of fire. By digging trenches, lighting counterfires, spraying water and other such actions, firefighters can bring wildfires under control. This illustrates how humans are able to make situations less random by bringing about an increasing amount of obviousness over time through practical activity. And that is going to do it for this week. If you have any questions, comments, corrections or suggestions, you can email leftistreading at gmail.com or contact the show on twitter at leftistreading. Our intro and outro music is Decisions by Eric Medias, you can find it and more of his work on soundimage.org, and this show is hosted on the Abnormal Mapping Network. You can go to abnormalmapping.com to find this and lots of other leftist podcasts, as well as go to patreon.com abnormalmapping to support the network and get bonus shows there. Abnormal Mapping itself, the original podcast that's about video games, literally just celebrated a 10-year run, so go check that out. If you like video games at all, go through their 10 years of backlog, you'll probably find games you're interested in hearing people talk about, and get a very critical appraisal of it, and like, what they liked and like about it. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and keep reading.